Hello, my friend. This episode starts off a little bit rusty in the beginning. I started recording when I was on my morning run, but stay tuned. You can speed it up if you need to all the way to the end because it gets better and better as closer the closer we get to the end of the episode. And today you're going to want to tune in if you're someone who finds yourself moving with the waves of other people's emotions and experiences. And you're really ready to build this strong sense of self where it doesn't matter what other people are feeling or thinking or doing. What matters is that you can stand strong and confident in what you understand to be true for you, your wants, your needs, your feelings, and your emotions. And so I reference it's much like having your own yard. And in your own yard, you have this fence built around you. And you only allow people who align with what you want and need, your true authentic core self, and not people who are going to take advantage of you and use you or who are going to drive you to a place of being activated constantly or rather you you're going to build such a strong sense of self that you're no longer easily activated by others. And instead, you know how to process through those activations and hold space for yourself. All right. I know I use a lot of big words in here. So if you have any confusion, reach out to me on Instagram and ask away all the questions that you have. Okay. Enjoy the episode. The whole point of healing and learning emotional regulation and coming out of people pleasing and codependency is to be able to be and to live a life that is true to your core self, to your true self, what your authentic needs are. And I'm out the run this morning and I had a thought, you know, society has made it or we've made it very easy for us to consume entertainment, social media, TV, books, podcasts, all the things. How can you, or rather, how much time are you spending consuming versus spending in solitude with yourself? Because the only way to live true, to live from your authentic self is to know your true and authentic self. And how can you know your true and authentic self if you do not spend time with it? If most of your day or throughout your day in general, you have more time consuming and engaging with other people, their ideas, their feelings, their beliefs, their way of being and little to no time alone in fellowship with yourself, how can you even know what you authentically want and need? How can you understand the cues that your body is giving you if you don't even spend time with those parts to understand, to get time, to spend time getting to know them? And this goes for everyone who, self-included, before you think about like time in prayer, you think about time, um, spending time with your parts, spending time journaling, meditating, visualizing, all the exercises and things that you can do that is spending time with your getting to know your true self, 
and it's like oh where they're like dreading it because it's like it takes too long or it's taking time out of my day or the time just gets smaller and smaller so like we start off with an hour and we go down to 30 minutes next thing you do 25 two minutes right and then we go throughout the day and we're constantly being activated and we have no idea what's under those activations also known as triggers and then our moods are up and down up and down up and down because we haven't taken the time consistently to intimately get to know ourselves ourself our highest self our true authentic self and i'm saying this to encourage you today to look at where you are giving more space and energy and time to other people's beliefs ideas feelings and this looks like tv friendships talking to friends hanging out this is anything outside of spending intimate alone time in the quiet with yourself with your own thoughts with your own feelings with your own wants and needs anything outside of that is you consuming other people's thoughts feelings ideas wants and needs and if you want to get to a place where you have more self-awareness where you can understand what your needs and wants are and you need that in order to communicate it because you can't communicate what you don't understand and you're in a place where you want to have more control over your emotional states and have experienced more consistent energy throughout the day <coughs> excuse me versus being easily influenced and swayed by the moods of others if you are someone who you're in a place where you want to be able to identify what you're feeling and speak up for what you're feeling and move through these heavy emotions so the whole package really you have to take the time to get to know the deepest most intimate parts of yourself and i'll tell you what this looks like what does it look like to get to know yourself this looks like exploring different times that you were triggered the day before or the morning that you wake up this ex this is this looks like you actually writing out what are you fearful of in this moment right now oops sorry what fears are showing up for you i just walked into my house this looks like spending intimate time with yourself getting to know all the different times you were triggered or activated and what the emotions that are showing up for you like holding space for them, first of all, like you're welcome here, you're safe here, not shaming any emotion that comes up, but instead holding space and holding space looks like welcoming that emotion. So if you, for example, were triggered this morning and you feel you, you yelled, let's say at your family members, holding space for all of those emotions would be, I yelled, and I'm angry that I yelled. So I'm gonna, you know what? I feel, I felt angry. And now I feel angry that I was angry. And all of that anger is welcome here. What is this anger trying to tell me? What did this anger need in that moment? What is this anger? What, what is it afraid of? What am I making this anger mean about me? 
and literally you're talking to yourself or you're journaling and you're staying in silence to listen to the body truth that comes up within you. And this isn't, if you, if you believe in God, I believe in God. Sometimes we will say like Holy Spirit, right? It's the Holy Spirit you feel. It's similar. When I say body truth, I'm talking about something very similar, if not the same thing. The answers come to you much like when the Holy Spirit speaks to you. And if you don't believe in God, then you would reference this as like your intuition, right? It's like this still, quiet voice that just comes. And it's not something in your head where you have to like strategize and analyze and try to get yourself to think of the answers. No, this is just taking a deep breath, allowing yourself to stay open and curious. And letting yourself know, literally telling yourself, all of my emotions are welcome here. What is this anger afraid of? Or what is this whatever emotion you're feeling? What is it afraid of? And the first thing that comes up from the depths of your soul, from your body, just that comes up, that arises within you, is the truth. And that's the answer that you need. Okay? And the more, this is actually a practice, and the more that you practice holding space, which is doing what I just told you, the more easier or easily you can tap into your truth. And the only way that, and then, and um, let me just finish this off, as a result, the more easily that it is for you or easier it is for you to tap into your truth when you're moving throughout your day and you're activated, the more easier it's going to be for you to process through uncomfortable emotions, for you to process through conflict without um, acting out of character, the more easier it becomes for you to release the heavy, dark cloud that feels like depression, right? So you have to get into the practice of spending time with your true authentic self, allowing your intuition to come forward, um, uh, allowing all of the emotions that you're experiencing to have space to just be without you trying to fix it or wish it away or shame it but all of that is still welcome here so if you feel a sense of shaming or anger or wishing it away then welcome that oh i see that there's a part of me that doesn't want to feel this i get it and you want to legitimize and validate every single part because even and that doesn't mean that all of it is true and it needs to happen right now and you you should have acted out and we're not saying i'm not saying that i'm saying that legitimizing it like oh of course you felt angry you've never been taught how to properly handle your anger you've not been taught how to identify what your needs are to speak up and you know what of course that you would react that way or a part of you would react that way but we're doing the work and everything is going to be okay because we are learning and we are giving i'm giving myself space right now to explore this anger and the needs that are beneath that anger, the fears that are beneath that anger. So I can confidently and calmly walk myself through discomfort throughout the day. It is all welcome here. All of it, all of the emotions that I'm feeling. And then once you do that, you're able to move and lead from your higher self, from your true authentic self, from what if you believe in God, then like it's like, then you allow the Holy Spirit to lead because your ego has has uh, has collapsed, has rested, has softened, right? All those parts of you that feel like they need to jump up and protect and jump up and react or act out of character, 
or do something to protect you from feeling anger or from feeling sadness, right? No, they relax because you have provided an open space, a sense of safety, and explore what those parts, what those emotions are trying to tell you because our emotions are messengers and they're always trying to communicate something to us. When we're activated, that is a cue. That is like a, a alert. It should be an alarm going off in you that says, hey, there's something, something's happening here. My body is trying to tell me something. These emotions have a message for me. And, and if we shame the emotions or suppress the emotions or try to wish them away, like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling that way. I shouldn't be angry right now. It's not that big of a deal. When we do things like that, we miss the message. And that's why we keep going into activation, activation, because we never take the time and give ourselves and all of these parts of us the space to be and to be explored and to be legitimized and validated. And so the, the triggers keep happening. The same experience that we that we're having with these same emotions keep happening because we've not we're trying so hard to suppress them and make wish them away when what they really need is a safe space to express what the true what the true need is right so your emotions are always trying to communicate a need that there's a need here right so anger for example it points us to boundaries that have been violated or needs that we need met and when we hold the space for our emotions and we welcome them and like okay i'm activated right now i see that i'm activated i see okay what do i feel oh i feel angry i feel a little disappointed i feel embarrassed okay all of all of this is welcome here all of this is welcome here okay what is this trying to tell me? What's this anger trying to tell me? And getting curious around that. And the more we do this, this is the practice of getting to know yourself, getting to know all the parts of you. The more we do this, the more resilience we experience. The less that we will find ourselves acting, quote unquote, out of character. Because we've done our due diligence. We've done the work to get to know who we are. And eventually when we're activated, we understand Oh, I'm activated. I, I know what this part is. And we know how to walk ourselves through that. It's this deep, intimate relationship with ourselves. We were never meant to have this much access to um, distractions, which is social media, TV, music, all of the things, podcasts, radio, everything that keeps us out of our own intimate, deep experience with ourselves, and in and outside of outside of that and in the um experiences of others because that's what that is when we are having a deep intimate relationship with ourselves we're in the quiet there's no noise we're not consuming things right but as soon as we start to consume and engage interact with other people we step out of our yard and we're into everybody else's yard what they we're listening to what they like believe think feel right once you begin to stay in your yard more often you build that secure relationship with yourself, meaning understanding what you need, what you want, loving, accepting, validating, legitimizing yourself. When you go and first of all, you're 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 doing a lot of that with yourself. Like when Jesus was on earth, and according to the Bible, this is my interpretation, he 
always would go to the mountain. Anytime there was like a challenge that I can remember, he would go to the mountain and be alone with him and God, right? And then he would go out and face challenges. And then he would go out into the world. And I feel like that's an example of what it needs to look like for us. It's so easy for us to be distracted with things outside of our own experiences, outside of our own self. And I'm not talking about God. When I'm talking about being with yourself, yes, be with yourself and God, like all of that, right? But when we step outside of it, we step into other experiences with other people, other humans. I don't care what kind of thought leader they are or how many followers or how many books they've sold. That is still another person in their experience. I don't care how big of a church they lead. That is still another human in their experience. The resilience and the strength and the healthiness of your relationships and your experience is weighted on the depths and the intimacy and the relationship that you have with yourself and God in your own yard, okay? And once you understand that, once you grasp that, and you actually take the steps to continually build that relationship with yourself and God, you will find an abundance, ability to tap into abundance, an abundance of resilience, emotional resilience, where you are now building and developing and attracting and holding space, like putting up this fence around your yard only for healthy relationships and healthy experiences that align with your true core self. And so every time you turn on the radio, every time you open a book, every time you um, turn on a podcast or turn on the TV, just remember you are tuning into someone else's experience. You're stepping out into someone else's experience. And the more that you can build the relationship with yourself and with God, the more strength and resilience and sense of self-worth and self-love you will have. So you will be strong and you will be resilient internally, mentally, and emotionally. So that when you do encounter challenges, you are resilient. You know who you are. You know what you want. You know what you need. And you communicate that with a confident firmness and not this need to please, this need to do in order to be accepted or to do in order to feel like I'm good enough or I'm lovable because you've already cultivated such a strong foundation with yourself and with God, this identity, this sense of self, your true core self, you are so tapped into it, you are locked into it, right? So that when you do go out into the world, you are connected deeply with yourself and God that no one's words or actions can take you to a place where you feel so rocked, where your foundation feels like it's like you built your house on sand, like your yard is on the ocean, right? No, it's like I have built this rock out of or this house on a solid foundation, right? And my yard is fenced with boundaries because I know myself so deeply and so intimately that I know what I need, I know what I want, I know what my values are. And I believe it to the core because every single day I take the time to spend with myself so intimately and so deeply because I love myself and I understand what I need and I understand what I want and everything around me, outside of me has to align with that. And when I do choose to tune into experiences, conversations, relationships with other people outside of my yard, 
then it it by default will collapse into what I need, want, believe, who I am, my core sense of self, my truth. Everything outside, all of the other people's experiences I allow has to align with it because I'm so locked into who I am. When you're not so locked into who you are, you find yourself like you're on an ocean and you just move with the waves. And the waves are what people, other people feel and other people think and other people think of you and what other people think you should do. And if other people are upset with you, you move with that upset. It becomes one with you. You're now blended and enmeshed with other people's experiences and ideas. You're lost at sea. But when you begin to hold space for all of the parts of you, validate them yourself, legitimize your emotions yourself, explore your fears yourself, spend time with all of these parts of yourself, you are no longer on the ocean riding the waves of other people's emotions and experiences. You are no longer feeling responsible for their experience. You are no longer feeling like their experience is yours. You are now in your yard with a fence of boundaries and you are rooted. You are rooted and your house is built on a foundation of rock. And so this is just a rant today. <laughs> this is what came to mind. But this is a big, broad, general scope of doing the work, of what it looks like to do the work, to, to heal, and to be a person who stands confident in who they are versus feeling lost and like they can't trust themselves. They don't know what's real. They find themselves in toxic relationships. They don't know how to stand in their boundaries and speak up for themselves because they're so lost in the waves of the ocean. My friend, I'm, I'm going to encourage you to spend more time with yourself more time with yourself, more time with God. And if you feel like you are the person who's in the ocean, lost at sea, moving with the waves of other people's experiences, you are in the right place. You are in the right place. Keep tuning in. Keep listening. Keep searching for the truth. Don't ever believe one single person, not even me, has the sole truth for you. Because I'm telling you right now, the truth for you is within yourself. And you will only find it within yourself and through God. And I'm going to teach you how to do that. I'm going to teach you everything I know and help you on this journey. Keep tuning into the show. Reach out and let me know what you think. Leave a review if this show has blessed you or touched you or moved you in any way. Please leave a review. All right, my friend. I love you. I will talk to you on the next episode. Get to know you. Spend time with you. Believe you. Trust you. And hold space for you. Okay.